how can there be both a flat earth and a hole in the earth that oh, different that King Kong was Shut up, Michael. Different, different theories. Just uh, one of those is flat earth, the other is hollow earth theory. Oh, uh, man. Both are equally as lunatic. My balls is totally moving, new and improving, not that weaker breaker. I've got the heart and desire, my balls are on fire, ready to take us to the top and snow. Welcome to the show. Did you know that your mom is a... Probably nice, made you sandwiches, and drove you to school, and picked you up, and then when you cried because your girlfriend left you, she was like, it's going to be all right, Johnny, don't worry about it. Don't concentrate on the finger, or you will miss all that heavenly Yeah. It's pretty cool. Welcome to the show, everybody. We're here. We're doing stuff. Uh, we got a guest. We got uh, Matt Vincent in the house. Matt Vincent is uh, a, 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 a guy that is a professional <laughs> log thrower. He throws trees and huge rocks and uh, wears a dress. And he's the number one champion dress-wearing log thrower in the world. It's like several times over. And then he had, and then just to like show off, he had seventy five knee surgeries. <laughs> yeah, he's really had, winning he's a bunch had of the weird most things. knee surgeries out of any person. Not even because I know a lot of people that have had a lot of knee yeah, surgeries. Yeah, I can't believe mine's the worst. And yours is yours is worse than. Uh, I mean, I guess I don't read books, but I do know about uh, older people and and their crusades. I've never heard of anybody that's had. How many? Yeah, like 27? Nine. Had nine oh, all here. It's slightly exaggerated. I swear. But. It seemed like that documentary. I was like, wait, how many knee surgeries? 150. It Whatever. I'll like go that. with it. I'm going to lean it into it. It seemed like so many. And you've got the old school uh, knee surgery scar. Yeah, I got that is, in like 2019. Is, why? Total knee replacement. Oh. Because oh. they got to open the whole thing yeah. up, cut off the bottom of the femur, they do. cut off the top of the tip, make it out of metal. But that was the one that fixed it, yeah? It's the one that fixed it. Right. I mean, fixed it. It's not nearly as good as a oh, real Oh, I've seen you run. Yeah, it's not great. There's video of him running off a pier with a bunch of friends. Aww. And him running off the pier is like, wait, you go on long hikes. Yeah. Like he shows stuff where, you know, he rides some bike somewhere or a forerunner and they camp with his super hot Jack girlfriend. But then they like, here I am in the mountain on the top of a... And I'm like, that doesn't look like that was like a 15-minute waltz. Like, and then didn't you do like a real long, like a yeah. race or something? Um, so Jogging, in October, yeah? so I did two years ago, I decided to do a run, mostly because I suck at running. That's, if, we should just get you running in the backyard to see you run and then to say that you went in and. Oh, if you let me warm up for like an hour, it totally you changes. Waddle, you waddle hard, dude. <laughs> Oh, I know. It's a disaster. It's pretty crazy. And look, the video you saw me run at the end of the pier, like I'd also just been on a motorcycle for like seven hours that day. Okay, so you just crippled. It's not, basically, it's not always that bad. Okay, because that was bad. Yeah, it can be. I'm picturing the little brother in a Christmas story, Ralphie, come back. 
He's like, yeah, you after all. Yeah, Forrest Lower body down. I mean, sorry, you know Forrest Gump before he got the chains off? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, braces. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, that's what he Yo, I had like. leg braces as a kid. <laughs> no, you didn't. Wait, I totally what? had leg braces as a kid. I found them, like, I'm, I don't remember ever wearing them. <laughs> Wait. But I, I swear, man. And I so found you them might have had bad legs from the get-go. Super pigeon-toed to begin with. Oh, that's with. what it was for. Yeah, yeah, so they were trying to fix that. Never worked. It didn't work? No. You, did or, you, did or do, you do or do not recall wearing braces on your legs as I don't a remember wearing them, and I remember finding them and being like, what are these? And my mom were like, well, you wore those for a while. And are it was like the leather boot and like, like a metal thing that tied to the hip. A, so you were walking, so you were at least yeah. like five or something. I, I, no. How old do people start walking? That's like, like 18 months. 18 months oh, or so. I can't remember. Five-ish. <laughs> That's just so crazy to me that somebody could have had such a huge formative experience and have no recollection of it whatsoever. I wonder if your no mom's I wonder if your mom's gaslighting you. Maybe. I also am such a disaster that the chances of her getting me to wear those right. may have just not been worth the fight. Right. And so I don't remember. They were definitely for children. There's no way you discovered for your parents sure. like S and M gear and they had to <laughs> audible <laughs> way on the floor. Wait a minute. <laughs> way braces for S and M. I don't I'm know. You just find that. something that's stuck like this. Leather it's straps. It's a new and, kink, I guess. I'll, I'll, I'll bring it up. See if yeah. anyone's into it. Mom no, had a Forrest Gump kink. Yeah, I don't recall it at all. But now that <laughs> now, now that I got it fixed, right? Um, this one is still pigeon-toed like it's ever been. And then this one now turns out slightly. So it's like I walk oh, wow. really cool like that. You're like windshield wipers. Always yeah, stuck to just the right. Just always one side. Just constantly handed right. <laughs> so was that when you were in the Highland Games, was that a like did that affect you? Um, so during the Highland Games, like the knee didn't get until right at the end. Um, but when you were performing and your feet were pointed a bit in, yeah. they were both in. Could was oh, that's fine. Okay, yeah, it's fine. Uh, yeah, it Can we do a real deal. quick background on that for people who didn't hear you on our old show? Oh, sure, sure. Highland um, Games. What's the thirty second synopsis? Yeah, so it is a old Scottish uh, athletics. So heavy Scottish athletics started like 700 years ago. It began when like mm. the English took the weapons from the Scots. So cool. And so this is how they would still meet up as clans and have a thing to compete in. Yeah. So they trained with like random farm equipment with stones and hammers and weights and like that. And so we got into the sport. Uh, I found it in like 2008 and it it's comprised of nine events. So you have two stones you throw for distance, just like a shot put. You have two weights you throw for distance. It's like a one-handed kind of a kettlebell-looking thing with a chain. Um, then you have two hammers you throw for distance. Um, I was impressing a- my son this morning that you were coming by today by showing him the video. I think it was you with like a telephone pole. Yeah, yeah that's the caber. There you so go. that's the one most people know, the telephone pole, right? And it's uh, just a big stick. And so they Very weigh good. yeah they weigh anywhere from like 150 pounds-ish and they're 20, 23 feet long. Hmm. Um, good fun. Tommy John. I like Tommy John. They feel real good in my crotch region. They feel very, very nice everywhere it truly counts. And yes, I'm speaking of my grundle. Shout out to all the grundles out there, everybody. (laughs) They look good. They feel good. I've had my Tommy Johns for a minute now, and they still look exactly as nice and as shapely and as grundle soft as they did when I took them out of the packaging. Katie, you like them, right? I have a sports bra that is incredibly silky soft. Well, guys, Valentine's Day is coming. Maybe we should all get each other some Tommy Johns. 
If you love giving Tommy John underwear because my partner loves Tommy John, you should give Tommy John to your Valentine too. Did I read that right? I, Jason, <laughs> love giving Tommy John underwear because my partner loves Tommy John. You should give Tommy John to your Valentine too. That sounds way better when sounds you say like it. Sounds like we're all buying each other underwear. I'm on board with this. Uh, you can get 20% off your first purchase at TommyJohn.com slash Jason right now for Valentine's Day. Michael, hurry to TommyJohn.com slash Jason for 20% off. TommyJohn.com slash Jason. See site for details or details. DraftKings Super Bowl. Bowl. It's the biggest Sunday in sports. We were just out in Phoenix. They've got Super Bowl fever, and frankly, it's very contagious. We brought it back to Los Angeles with us. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57. All the hot, steamy Super Bowl <laughs> action you need. New customers can bet just 5 bucks and get 200 in free bets. You can bet on the normal stuff, and then there's all the prop bets. Can I bet on whether or not a fat guy scores a touchdown and dances i love when the fat guys dance yeah you're selling it and i like the steamy bit too it's pretty steamy right. at least it is the way i watch the super bowl <laughs> <laughs> download the DraftKings DraftKings sportbook app and use code ellis new customers can uh, bet five dollars on super bowl 57 and get 200 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings. Sportsbook with code Ellis, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. Yeah. See show notes for details. Sorry, Tully and I could get that to go. Depends on the size of it. Look, I'm not saying make a well, like, fart, d- just depends go. on the size of it, right? Like, there's amateur level ones. Uh, for like beginners, how much lighter are they? Where do I get a, a starter caber? A starter caber? <laughs> no, I don't want to start. I want to go big. That's like, is, is it capable for a normal man to throw one at all? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you're athletic. You're strong. I think we could work through some things. There's the hard part is learning it is like the pick, which pick. is the you mean very beginning it of it, picking it up, right? right? So it's two people over. hand it to you. Okay. Right. Yeah. So it's just standing, and it's you can you hold it from feet. the bottom, right? Right. So, so you you're balance standing it. with it, right? And then you work your way down to the bottom with your hands interlocked. Yeah. Pinch it with your palms, and you toss it in the air. So you catch it. You're not. Oh, wow. That move. Yeah. So Only you with catch the, it, and then balance it out like like a baseball bat, right? Like in your are you hand. under the base or just under grabbing? the base? Okay. All yeah. Right. So you want to be under the base that yeah. way. Whenever you so stop, it doesn't slip. And pull on it. Right, because you got to throw it. It wants to flip. Okay. Where do they get these things? Because I was surprised it was as light as it was given how thick. It it looks like a 20-foot tall telephone pole. It looks way more than 200 pounds. So they have to be dried out. Like if you have a 20-foot tree, it's going to weigh 200 kilos, you know, 400 plus pounds. Right, right, right. But after it dries out after a couple of years, it's usually pine or they gotcha. vary, mm-hmm. kind of depending on wherever you are. I threw away my Christmas tree finally like two days ago. Oh, great. There you go. It was a lot easier to move. How far did it go, Michael, when you threw it? <laughs> it's a lot easier to move in February you than it was. dress before you throw it? That's important. <laughs> what have you had more of, knee surgeries or kilts? Definitely. Oh. It's probably pretty close. <laughs> neck and neck. Yeah, yeah, not too far off. I, I changed kilts kind of every season, and so uh, I you did. You changed knees like every nine season. Years. Yeah, just about. Yeah. I just did those in a rush all at the end. Right. Like all nine surgeries were within like 18 months. 
Oh. Yeah. yeah. So once it went bad, it just, we tried to fix it, and then that didn't work great. All right. So it was like five ACLs and then chasing some other surgeries to kind of get out of pain, and then finally total knee replacement. When you say five ACLs, how many of those were repairs? How many of those were synthetic? How many of those were cadavers? Um, the very first time I tore my ACL was in college. So doing track and field at LSU, ended up tearing it, got it fixed. And so we did that time, like you could have options of either using like your own patella tendon or your hamstring tendon as a graft. And so we attempted to use my hamstring tendon. I have this big gnarly hole in my hamstring now that I'm not as fat and I can see it uh, from where they pulled it and they weren't able to use it. So that thing's cached. And so then they did the patella tendon anyway. So now both options are kind of shot on the first ACL. Yeah. And then I tore it in 2005 at a skate park when I owned a bike shop. Smart. Such is life. Yeah. I saved some little kid rolled out in front of me as I'd come down a road. Oh, not what even you, doing it. Put a great. leg out. Just put a leg out to stop oh. and just high-sided and felt it pop, and that was that. Was that. And then being 22, I didn't fix it. Oh, okay. Um, and yeah. so from that through the end of me competing and everything, I just didn't have one. Yeah. Um, and then... It got to a point where I couldn't quite get it straight anymore. And if I can't straighten my leg, I can't extend my hip, I can't push and throw far. And uh, throwing poorly, like not lining it up, is the worst. Like it just, it's not fun. It doesn't feel good to try. It just feels terrible. It's like, uh, it's as frustrating as like trying to throw a punch in a dream feels. Where uh, it's just like walking in syrup. Oh, gross. It's like punching after grappling a long time. Oh, you feel like you didn't even get to try. I call it spaghetti arms. Perfect. And I've um, thrown a jab out and I was like, oh no, <laughs> I, ha- I no longer have any arms. This isn't going to work. I right. remember thinking, can I raise my hand enough to cover my face to stop the next punch? Like I was actually worried. I was like, come on, hand, come up. And it came up and I was like, okay, they'll come up to my face. They just won't come out to your face. I just need to make them think they will. Yeah. But then it comes back. I don't know how or why, but about a minute later, I could throw again, and I was like, okay, go. The old oxygen gets back in the system. It takes back over. Um, Yeah, so I started at the end of that season. I was like, we're going to go in, do an ACL surgery. I got a year worth of rehab. I'm shooting content for YouTube at that point. I'll document it. Hurrah, we're back in the game. We win another world championship, right? 2018. Um, Did the first ACL, and we used uh, a graft since... The other option is to go into this knee, and, like, that's crazy. Yeah, agreed. Crazy idea. This one works. Yeah, I don't know. What is that? Um, I don't like your doctors. No. and I mean, that's the options. You know, yeah. they, they weren't telling me to do a thing. Right. So but we went could, with the Did you get a synthetic yeah. or a cadaver? Cadaver. Right. So did cadaver, and then went in three months. They seem months. to work better. So apparently, I My heard experience, that. I've got a f- couple friends that have the synthetics, and they've had a lot of synthetics. Like Matt Hoffman used to have one in his pocket. So whenever he got knocked out and blew his knee out, he would give the doctor in whatever town he was in the synthetic to put in there because he figured you probably popped it. Matt Hoffman's one of the gnarliest dudes. He's not of all one time. of. He yeah. is. The gnarliest. There's nobody I don't I've never heard of it. I never heard anybody go into another country because it's illegal to do a certain operation and he wanted to make sure that he did it right, so he used no anesthesia and watched it happen. You ever had no <laughs> anesthesia and had your uh, kneecap drilled? No, because Matt Hoffman that. has. You ever been a backseat driver at your own knee surgery? Matt Hoffman <laughs> has. 
<laughs> I couldn't well, be any less. The craziest helpful. thing is if you know Matt, like him watching it wasn't helping anything. Like, what are you gonna do? To like give him a pointer? You don't know what's happening, you maniac. No, I'd rather be asleep. Let me get yeah. out of the way. Yeah. Um Yeah, it so once we started fixing it, I did the cadaver tissue, did like three months of rehab, went in, got it checked, uh, and they're like, It's not there. Did what do you mean it's not there? Wasn't there? Like my body just dissolved it. it? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. And so ten days later, we did another ACL. Try again with like a cadaver Achilles, since they're big, gnarly oh things. Yeah, I don't like your doctors. Um, Are these Highland then, uh, Games doctors? Yeah, I right. just found them in the streets. Traditional <laughs> Scottish medicine. Cut a piece of your dick off and use it. Like, what the hell? <laughs> just got a deal. What on we it did is Louisiana. we put a toe inside your knee, and you don't have any toes anymore. But your knee is great. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a guy more haggis. Oh, looks like it ate your toes. <laughs> We're going to take your hand and shove it up your ass. That'll make your knees work. Like, what the hell, dude? Yeah, at the time. I mean, he was the guy doing all the surgeries for the Saints and was doing all the stuff for the other sports teams in New Orleans. Are the Saints good, Michael? On and off. All right. They're a competitive NFL squad. I would that's, say that's they still my have good athletes. They've right. got knees. Okay, yeah. you've seen knees in that, in that team? That's, that's my... Um, so, I'm yeah, sorry. we did that routine through five ACLs. Yeah. Which, so, apparently, me and cadaver tissue... Not so cool. Right. Either that or the rest of my knee that's so gnarly just doesn't allow any new friends to come on board. So I noticed all your videos because I follow you and obviously, uh, you know, Wolf Knives is about to come out through Not yeah. Dead Yet, which I love the name so much more now. Oh, man. You know how much easier that is to tell people? Yeah, because, yes, dude, because I've had to I, tell I people. You, for one, were it a long time and still weren't saying it right. Yeah. This is my fault. Yeah. I'm aware of that. So much, which is we're saying Roman what? numeral. Uh, hate friggin. was hate. hate was the name of the brand. Yeah, yeah, hate brand goods, and it is no longer. It is no longer. We have uh, redone everything to not dead yet. Not dead yet. Okay, that is because it had been a Roman numeral, and yep. people have got enough trouble with regular numerals. Also, in a world where the words you're saying are getting noticed, oh. I don't think me saying hate a bunch oh. of times yeah. is super helpful. Are you saying yeah, hate with a bunch of white weightlifters <laughs> that have tattoos is not it's a not good idea. Yeah. No, saying man. hate has negative connotations. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Um, yeah, so the change feels good. I mean, even since, like, I've already had a couple people have ordered and said they saw you in it, right? And they're like, oh, I saw it said not dead yet, and then Googled it. I'm like, well, that's a first in the last nine years that I've had this apparel. No one's ever been like, I saw it on a shirt somewhere and decided to look it up. Because yeah, you probably wouldn't have no, found it. Now, why would you? Yeah. Well, I think it's a great – I, I'm not a, a business guy when it comes to, like, I got an idea that's going to make me tons of money. I've never heard of that. I never came up with that idea. But I've always wanted my clothing line to have good clothing, and I've been wearing your stuff. We're not, I don't get paid. I just wear it because it's my favorite stuff to wear. I'm not on, ca- on camera, off camera. I don't care. I'm wearing it. And then to make my stuff so I know that not only can I wear it the first day, after I wash it, I can put it back on and it will look exactly the yeah. same as it did last time. That was not a thing that I could do <laughs> through uh, Benchmark. They were not into oh, quality. Quality, yeah. That was more about the profit, which. You know, if you're in business, you know, it's not like we're in, uh, you know, Macy's or anything. So it was probably the smart move. But I always was pushing to try to, like, I got my T-shirts made custom. Oh, right, Because right, I right. was like, I'm not wearing them. Because I'm a T-shirt, like, Nazi. I don't Well, wait, that's what we all exist in, is T-shirts, right? Like, that's what we're yeah, all wearing all the thing. time. So having decent stuff that you can wear all the time doesn't fade, doesn't get trashy. But, you know, I... I just thought from jump, right, that like I have to make it on nice enough stuff 
that people wear it despite that it's my brand. Uh, uh, you know that like because yeah, mission accomplished. Yeah, you because know, everyone's Cause got shirts it. that they just grab that yeah. they know it's their shirt. Yeah. Who cares what's on it anymore? Little little bit depending on what's on it, but sure. If it's a really good shirt, it is hard to like that means so much to me. Well, then the struggle a- of a janky t-shirt Ugh. is such a bane of my existence. Like I got pants on, I put my shirt on, and I look and I go. <laughs> That's not what it was last time. What is what is this crank? And then I throw it off and I go look at another one and you know and then I realize that I've got a hundred t-shirts and there's really twelve of them that I want to wear. Yeah. So everyone keeps asking me, especially now, and I know this podcast isn't going to come out today, but Wolf Knife Apparel, Wolf Knife memberships, I'm getting hammered because okay. the Wolf Knife shop is shut. Right, and everyone wants to know where the new stuff is. We're we're and we're I'm working more excited than yeah. they are because I know what's in the package, and I'm like, this is what I wanted it to be ten yeah. years ago. Yeah, I'm stoked on it too, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm stoked on getting a chance to design it and help curate it and you help guys make did it amazing red, man. stuff, dude. Like um, when I started seeing all the stuff you were making, I was like, yeah, 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 like that. And you yeah, had a lot more to do with it than me. It's very impressive. I really dig the shorts because uh, we're going to do a pair of goat shorts. I wonder if like, Alice Fam is going to dig the shorts. I, feel I hope like so, man. I'm a rare. I, I do get some looks from some of my MMA Are friends they not sometimes. In a shorter, they go, short category? Oh, hey. And I know they, they're not saying it, but I know they just went, dude, those are short shorts. You know? Well, good. We're starting to make three inch. Insane ones. Shorter. Yeah. <laughs> See, some people are not happy. Living. Me, incredibly happy. <laughs> Same. I love those. I'll leave these things out as much as possible. Is it because you it. have jacked ones and that, I'm, like, look, what as, made as you been wear... been a chubby dude forever, this is one of the only things I've ever had is, like, right, calves you got and in, quads. You got in, like, good-looking shape. Yeah. You're not as strong as you late, were, right? Way late. Yeah, yeah. Right. I can't lift for shit anymore. But you look way better. Yes. Like, clothes fit you in a way where you can get away with it, so now you're flexing. Is this more like a cleavage thing for you? The legs have always <laughs> been there. They're smaller than they were, um, but they definitely give the appearance of me being leaner than I really am. Well, I, I like it. I don't know if everyone else is. I like it. Yeah, why not, man? Them, but. Is that like a, it. Is that a weird thing, like having – it takes so much work and I can only imagine how glorious it is to watch your body transform and get impressive and then really impressive and then like, wow, I'm the most impressive guy in a room full of impressive guys. To go backwards, does it feel like a little death to be like, oh, I don't have my tree trunk legs anymore? For for sure. Like sorting out the loss of that identity was really right. weird. Uh, and and I when I got hurt – Man, I remember feeling like, why would anyone listen if I can't maintain this squat that I used to be able to do or this certain level of whatever that was that I had earned? And the idea of not being able to maintain it means I wasn't ever that. Yeah. Um, it didn't, it, I mean, obviously, this is not a totally rational sentiment that you're operating off of, but you did ring the bell. You do have the titles and those connect. You know, Michael sure. Jordan doesn't need to be able to dunk anymore because nope. he has the rings. You do at least have the rings. Yeah, it, but it's something that you've invested so much time into that it seems crazy to let go. Right. Yep. And like also admit that, like, it's not that important to me anymore. Hmm. Yeah, that and, might be the bigger pit. The bigger right. bit. And, and then decide then what is more important. Because, man, as much as I love the pursuit of what max strength was and got to push myself in all those realms, I found it. I found the most I'll ever lift. I'm not going to find it at 50. I'm not going to find it now at 40 with a bum knee. So let's spend that energy on some other pursuits yeah. that we can get good at. Like, I know those metrics. Yeah. yeah. And so I don't want to... 
Like, I'm just not that excited to figure out, like, what's the best I could squat on a fake knee at 40? I think there's a lot of people who were really accomplished at stuff. Like, I think of bands, for example, where if they were being honest with their audience and being honest with themselves, they're not all that excited about the new album. But they also don't have another thing that they're excited about. And it's really hard to shed the old skin when you don't have a new one already grown underneath it. Yeah, I, like I, my interests have always been so varied that even doing the Highland Games, as much as I loved it, um, you know, kind of to the the lack of interest in some of the guys I competed with who took it a bit more serious. Um, I just always remember saying, like, it's a thing I did and not who I am. Yeah, right, right. And more lights and logs. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like, how far I throw this rock today isn't going to make it on my tombstone anyway. Mm. It's a cool thing I got to do. Yeah, on to the next. And so once I kind of really came to terms with that I couldn't do that ever again, then it opened a lot of doors. And then remembering again of what I really loved about the sport was I loved getting better at it. Like I liked having a thing that I'm obsessed about that I can just pour all the energy into and figuring it out and learning the puzzle of like what helps, what does this, blah, 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 blah. And so deciding like, okay, I can't do that anymore. I'm terrible at running. How much better can I get it running in 12 weeks? Can I get good enough to go do this Bryce Canyon trail run that was like 18 miles Mm -hmm. and like 4,000 feet? Can I get good enough to enjoy it? Like not just be out there on some death march to prove a point, but like, oh man, we're doing a thing that old me who was stronger couldn't do. Yeah. And then last year we trained and um, I did a 243-mile uh, bike ride in a single day. Nope. So it was 21 hours, 22 minutes. Wait, straight? Yeah. No sleep? Yeah, we started at midnight and finished at like 9.30. Do you get off to poopy? Yeah, or pee or get food. And then back on. Just keep moving. We tired? Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, that's a <laughs> 22,000 calorie effort yeah. is about what we figured. And is it in a group or do you spread out? Me and one friend. Dude. Spent a bunch of it by myself. And like that's part of it, right? Was yeah. The puzzle I really wanted to figure out was through the training of it, can I figure out how to fuel and hydrate and manage that so that this tries to give up first? Yeah, yeah. Because the ride's not complicated. It was flat. And it's a straight line the whole time. There's no turns or anything to figure out. I've got help that brings us food at stop points. Like, we're not having to solve any problems. Yeah. Just pedal. Okay. And so, like, how's the head going to manage that? When does it want to give up? Did you ever get so tired while you were pedaling that you almost fell asleep pedaling? Yeah. Yeah, because I was wondering how. Yeah, around, like, uh, like 6.30 in the morning. Yeah. Because we're a little over, like, 100 miles in at that point. (laughs) And I just remember, like, like wobbling and, and being like, What's going on? And then I realized I haven't been eating uh, okay. for the last three hours. And, and that wakes you up. Dude, from that point on, like I, I just had a bag of gummy bears like yeah. on the front of my bike. Hell yeah. And those things are a certain amount of calories. And I just kind of always have one in my mouth. Yeah. And then would eat like a Snickers bar. That's like me, except I'm not pedaling. <laughs> Perfect. I just always have a gummy bear in my mouth. <laughs> That's like Lance Armstrong, only steroids. Right. It's well, I'm, I'm into that too. In yeah. That's true. That's the way you take them. That's, that's how I've learned. Remember one time, Katie, I fell asleep with a gummy bear in my mouth and you tried to take it out and I woke up and grabbed it and put it back in. And went to sleep chewing on it. 
That was not the only time. Right. I really oh. like gummy bears, though. They're great. <laughs> One time I, I passed out and thought I had vomited blood in my sleep, and it turns out it was just I passed out eating Oreos. <laughs> You thought Oreo was blood. It was brown. Oh. It was caked brown. Oh, and I just no. thought that it was falling yeah. out all over the place. I'd ruined my pillow. And I said, God, what if I, okay, it's time to stop drinking. And then I realized it was an Oreo. I was like, have ah, you, I'm fine. Have you ever read any of the reviews for like the sugar-free Haribo gummy bears? Do I look like I read reviews, Matt? Yo, if you read the reviews, people talk about these things just ripping through them with explosive diarrhea. Like, oh, if you wow. go on Amazon, it's just like... I got some of these and ruined 12 hours of my life. Mine's spicy food. I discovered the other day I ate a ghost pepper chicken sandwich with Tony. Um, shout out to Dave's chicken. But I came home on the freeway. My stomach is already hurting. And I came home and Katie wasn't home. So I was just here on the couch. And then I go to the bathroom, then on the couch. And it wasn't. I felt like I just had to get it out and it wasn't coming out. And then finally it started coming out, and I was like, wait, why do I feel like I'm going to vomit? And I hadn't eaten all day. All I had was that ghost pepper sandwich. And when I got back here, I ordered a Asahi smoothie. So I had the smoothie, and then when I started to do the poopy, the smoothie came out like a fire hose. So I had a bucket in my hand, fire hose smoothie, while oh, exploding no. the back door, and I was, and I was like... I had one bite of that sandwich. Tony ate the whole burger and then flew to New York to do Saturday Night Live. Fine. No problems. Because he does it. I had the other, the guy. Oh, oh no. you don't do spicy food? No. My chick doesn't do spicy food, but she's from the Midwest. Well, it's- I think that there was a time in Australia where the only spicy food you could have got was um, Thai food. And I think a couple of times, because there was an option, Super spicy. I was like, yeah, super spicy. I, I like testing myself and I couldn't eat it. And it made me like my my mouth went numb and I couldn't taste the food. And I, I remember saying, what's the point of this? You don't, you can't taste the food you ordered. And But no stomach problem. Just I was a young boy and I was sweaty and my mouth was stinging. And I was like, right, I don't really do that. Every now and then when I was drunk, I would do the wasabi challenge oh. where I would eat a giant block and whoever ate more, like we keep going. You both lose. Yeah, but I never had a, a potty problem from it. It was more like I'm sweating and <laughs> reacting in a way where it's very apparent that my body's not as good with spicy food as yours. But not, I never had a stomach problem. But I think once I got older, my stomach started to react to things. Like if I ate ice cream at night, I would crap myself all morning. Oh, with the lactose. I, yeah, and I think I, I was never lactose intolerant, but my wife is, and she was like, you're lactose intolerant. I'm like, no, I'm not. And then the next time I'd eat ice cream, it would happen again. <laughs> oh, no. And I was like, okay, maybe there is something. But did you have like a window that you'd skipped eating ice cream for a long time? Probably, yeah, for sure. I mean, I always do things like that. If there's a fight, I just jump off stuff or I get into, I'm, I'm plant-based, you know, like I only, I, I've always... Tried to do stuff. Try new stuff. Yeah, why not, right? I did yeah. the same. I mean, but man, it definitely it might... does it now. Like, I think if I had a milkshake with actual milk in it right now, within two hours, I'd have a stomach thing. So I it just think. got when you're older. Guys, I'm trying to enjoy a can of corn. <laughs> As you always not clog do, you up. Clog you right up. Yeah. Corn you're, works. You're, uh, you're an adventurous guy, right? Have trying. You travel. I do. For work. For Some play, combination for pleasure. at this point, yeah. Right. Where have your travels taken you? Since uh, we've seen you last? last year, 
We went to Patagonia. Uh, we did three big motorcycle trips. Um, and then we went to Alaska for a week. Patagonia. That's uh, Argentina. All right. It's the bottom of the planet. I knew it was more than a jacket. Yeah. All right. Right before the ice wall. Right before the ice wall. Right. Yeah, it's nice to know. That's uh, Ushuaia is like the most southern point, And then that's where you would leave to go to. Antarctica or right. the alleged ice wall. The end of the earth. Yeah. The alleged ice wall. Yeah. Some people say Game of Thrones is real. That's right. Ah. Uh, the, the flat earthers, <laughs> others, the flat earthers believe that's what yeah. is uh, the edge of things. Oh, that's where the ice wall is. That way, is that also where the hole is that allows that's us to go to the deep center of the into earth? the ice wall? So, wait, is there? How can there be both a flat earth and a hole in the earth that oh, can't can congress? Shut up, Michael. Different, different theories. Just uh, one of those is flat earth, the other is hollow earth theory. Oh, uh, man. Both are equally as lunatic. Are there any, Where do I go to watch those two people debate each other? Are there any frozen guys on the other side of the wall with the blue eyes? We could never know. Because maybe it's for the best that that wall's there. <laughs> no kidding. I don't want to fight those guys. This year's travel's exciting. I kind of do, actually. I feel like that's my problem. That you want to fight White Walkers? I just want to be taken over, like make a zombie out of me, or you know, if you give me the the the, the prick, and then I become a robot. I talked about it with Tony once. I was like, if it's just you may program me, so I'm just like content with whatever it is I'm doing all day. Yeah. Wait, some type of shot that turns you into a robot? Yeah. The remember they said that if you take the vaccine, it it's got like a thing in it, and so it can control you potentially. Oh, okay. You didn't hear that one. Maybe. It's up there with the ice wall. It's pretty exciting. Sounds right, like they've I already got th- you, man. I remember <laughs> thinking, what's the problem? Right. <laughs> <laughs> they got to be better at this than I am. Uh, mate, you're going to just stop me from worrying about stuff and like what my next goal is. Like, I'm just going to be content with a robot sandwich. I'm cool with that. I was kind of thinking about that on the way here because I got off at the wrong highway exit for the second consecutive time at the exact nice. same. And I was like, actually, this time I was like, don't get off at that exit. They don't live at Laurel Canyon. Don't get off. I was ah, I'm off at Laurel Canyon, and I was like, I don't. <laughs> oh, it's the vaccine. I don't think I'm losing my mind, but people who are losing their minds never think they're losing uh, my mind. That's a problem. And then I realized, if I'm losing my mind, I'm cool with it, so that's fine. Yeah. And if I'm not, if I ever lose my mind, it's fine as long as the first part of your line, your mind that you lose, is the part that's afraid of losing your mind. Yes. If you lose that part first. Yeah. Come yeah. on, sweet oblivion. Yep, I would cut that bit out if you gave me a knife and showed me where it was. <laughs> <laughs> Which supposedly, I heard one time, is a real thing. Supposedly it's in the annals of medical history. Some oh, depressed person, oh, the annals. Oh. <laughs> somebody, for, somebody was for every oh, annal. things in my annal. You've been in, yeah. <laughs> somebody research. was depressed and, and, Scientific and, and tried to take their oh, life. I- Development, baby. <laughs> Somebody supposedly tried to take their own life by shooting themselves either in the mouth or underneath the chin and survive, but somehow knocked Caught out the, the, the exact part of their brain that was causing the depression. So they survived. Fix it. So they're super happy with no face? So dumb, so drooly, but alive. No face, though, right? I don't know Man, what happened I, to their face. I think it would be really hard to pinpoint that that's the only thing that fixed the depression. I don't think that person was probably, you know, working as an accountant anymore after that. That's fair. That's fair. He could be the guy that brings the bo- the boar worms. Or a model. <laughs> he could just put a gold mask on him and just be like, bring me the boar worms. <laughs> <laughs> All day. He just looks like uh, the character in Hannibal with the yeah. writing in the bed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. Poppers probably was a greeter <laughs> at Walmart. Probably wasn't a greeter at Walmart. You, you know, betcha. How important are lips? 
Oh, they're super needed. Are they? Yeah. What's so great about lips, man? Yeah, go ahead, Matt. Tell me what's so great about lips. It's not so much that lips are great, but the absence of them is a real problem. Go Just ahead. Just showing Why? up teeth forward. Like we, we, we. <laughs> well, can... you got, you still got this bit. Like Which whatever. That's like that's a lip. Nah. Would you not call that your a, upper lip? The red lip? bit is the lip. When, he, this is my upper lip. Uh, what's half of that word? <laughs> uh, well, I'm talking about just having no lips. Like you, could still, having, yeah, you could still have a mustache. You could still gummy it. Oh, so just like that. Yeah, like in the smoke, there's a lot of meth. So we, we're eliminating the whole lipstick industry. You could paint lipstick on your <laughs> no lip to make it look like you got a people lip. People would do it. I'm sure many would. I've seen people that have very little lips and they're living. Mm, just really... Pierced. Worst part is a dad that has no lips and then he makes a baby and then it's a girl and then the girl has no, no lips. lips. She's so not hot. <laughs> we pump them up now. Yeah, right? but we can fix that now. Oh, we have technology. Yeah. Uh, do they? I think so. Yeah. Man, I was thinking about doing that stuff. It gets a little loose. You're going to fill your lips. No, nah, my lips, I don't mind my lips. It's just, I'm getting old. Going for Botox? Go, go for yeah, all the fillers? Yeah. My, have you never? My daughter is, one time for the show, I did it. <laughs> Okay. But not to, for actual, the purpose, it was more. For the, the show. The person was like, I'm having someone do Botox today. Okay. And I was like, okay. And then I think I did notice it. I was like, oh, yeah, I see how it did something. Yeah, you're injecting poison in your face. Yeah, that throws it off a little bit. A bit. But, I mean, it does It does the thing. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't have the money for it, but I think I'm, um. Thinking about Brotox. What am I again? Narcissistic. <coughs> narcissistic. Yeah, narcissistic. I'm surprised you don't have the money for it because I can't believe how many people in this city do have the money for it. Think different yeah. priorities. Oh, I think it's just, yeah, your priorities. Right. Do yeah. I have the money for it? Yeah, but then I'd probably have to not buy weed or something. And that's like <laughs> right. Right. I'd rather be hideous. Because <laughs> I was getting kind of I was getting kind of bummed out, so I looked into therapy. And my, ins- I have decent insurance. It doesn't cover it, and I would have been out of pocket like I don't know, like fifteen hundred bucks a month. Yeah, it sounds. Bad. Oh yeah. my god! I'll just be yeah, sad. I, I don't have a reference to yeah. to doing that. Just go to the bar with your friend. Heck tell yeah. him how bad it is. Just find some buddies. You do a lot of motivational stuff lately, Matt. I don't know yeah. if you were like that when you were a younger man, but no, I, I feel like you know when I started the Jason Ellis show, I had my theories on how to get stuff done and I think that it helped the show um, and I think I helped a lot of people sort of get motivated but I feel like what you talk about you, you're you're better at making sense of it I don't know if it's because you know I'm more of a I just drive I don't like technique wise I figured this out from talking about skateboarding recently where we're, somebody was asking me a long time ago how to do a certain trick and where do I look? And then I said, I don't know. And I was like, let me just do it right now so that I can refresh myself and tell you. And I didn't know where I was looking even when I did it. Mm. And I was like, where the where were you? What are you looking at if you don't know what you're looking at? No, you're 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 in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same way I would feel if someone asked me what I'm looking at throwing. Like, uh-uh. Right. And it's the it's same not a with, concern. With comedy, I feel like there's a lot of people that um are more precision, like word for word. Like actual timing and and beats and 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 paying attention to a lot of other stuff, a lot more technique. And mine's more of a. It's the same. I'm doing the same thing in everything I do. I don't really get critical with where my feet are. Like the mm-hmm. same with fighting. It's more just a feel, and a, and then just repetition. 
like where you start to figure out as you go how to make it better. You know, I, I definitely wasn't I as into fast. it younger. Right? You weren't. No, no. Um, I would have. I would have written off a lot of it as kooky and like uh, the self-help thing or whatever. It right. Is, right. But now you're. You do. I mean, yeah. you are one of them. Yeah. I feel no, like yours no is, doubt. I always. No offense to everybody else out there that's on social media telling me how to you know get up in the morning and do burpees, but. I just feel like if you haven't done it at a really high level, I find it hard to trust you. It's tough, right? Yeah. And, and I, I, I found like that you for myself. Working out stuff where if you're telling me this is a way to do it, I'm listening to you. Yeah. Because you were at one point one of the strongest people in the world and then you changed your body completely to do other activities that still require a lot of athleticism. And consistency. That's right? one of the keys, like, That's right? one of those keys. And so like... The more I got to look back on my sport when it was over yeah. and trying to figure out, like, what am I going to do with my life or the brand or anything, yeah. it was starting to take, like, what did we really learn? And it was, okay, it takes 10 years to be good at a thing. And yeah. honestly, one of the first times I heard that is listening to you guys years ago on the show. Right. And I remember you talking about getting into radio, and you're like, it takes 10 years. Yeah. I'm in for the ride. Like, just give me 10 years. I'll be great at this. Yeah. And so... Like really just admitting that of that to myself allows for a lot of learning because it's going to take 10 years. Yeah. And so the more now that I've kind of gotten into self-development and figuring out my mindset and my perspective on things, I feel like I can control a lot more where my energy ends up getting wasted. Yeah. And I don't want it spent on some idiot in traffic Yeah. that I'll never talk to. Yeah. Right. That's an NPC. I'll never deal with that guy. And so... He doesn't care about my day. So why would I give him any of like the two percent of my day that I could have focused on my life? Yeah. Um Yeah, I've got that. I think I forget it because I've hit my head so much, but when things get crazy and there's a lot of negative a lot of negativity happening around me, uh, when I'm thinking straight, it's don't respond, just get it, just block it. Right. Because I'm not going to convince you otherwise, whatever it is that you've made up in your head. And if it's bad, then we don't need to be friends. We don't need to, we don't need to talk to each other. You need to go do your thing and I'm going to go do mine. Cause it's, it's, there's no, I can't convince you that I'm a good person. Right. Like, I, I, I'm just going to keep doing me. I think those things too, like setting boundaries and figuring out all that. Like yeah. I, I got really lucky on a lot of that because I've been, close friends with a bunch of high-performing lunatics. Right. And so I just got to watch and pay attention to it and learn what I can from each one that figure out if it works for me or it doesn't. And if it doesn't work for me, it doesn't mean it's trash. It just means it's not for me. Right. Um, and then kind of the more I got to thinking about it and wanting to start mentorship group or any of that, it was, oh, man, how many people don't have those resources? And how many people aren't exposed to anyone outside of their small town and doesn't get information of someone that wants to share. Yeah, that a you know what way. that makes me want to ask what is the thing that you find people are, are that don't have that are that, that 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 you're giving to them? Like what is the most common thing that is it women too? Yeah, we do both. What is the most common thing that they they get from it that they didn't they couldn't get without you? One of the things I see the most, right, is you end up having this group of people that have got to their mid-30s, early 30s, yeah. and have followed a path, which was 
what their parents' expectations were, all these other type of things. And we're led to believe that if we accomplish this, we accomplish this, we go to college, we get a sheet of paper, we get a job, and it's, you know, can, you know pays decent amount of money, yeah. we get a house, we have kids, we're happy. Yep. And it doesn't work. Right. Because you're not doing it for you. Right. So you have to find something. And I'm not saying uproot all that and start businesses and be an entrepreneur, but you need something that gives purpose. And Do you think it's easier for a person to excel because they didn't have a routine that they are trying to live up to through parental guidance? I don't know. I, th- I think it really depends on whenever you get to take awareness and really understand that everything you want to do is on you. Yeah. And as soon as you kind of accept that, then I can't say, well, it was this that didn't let me do it. Like, I'm not waiting for permission. Yeah. And that's where I see a lot of people like, well, I want to try this. And they're looking for permission from these people around them to yeah. try new things and like let, getting people to understand they don't need it. It's your life. Make some decisions. Some people are going to go. Some people are going to come into you new. But the more you're trying to drag whatever was with you to the next thing, you're not open to try. Right. And so helping people kind of find more purpose and more drive and maybe even a community of people that's more willing to talk about getting better at things. Yeah, if you have a group of people that are one of their main objective is to be better at things, it's going to rub off. Right. And I know it's going to make it easier to achieve your goals because that's just the way we are. I mean, you know, look, when we know we've got a team. Yeah, <laughs> it makes it way easier to to get there. I mean, I don't care if it's financially or athletically or whatever it is. And then if I those two make really good sense to most people. Yeah. But then if I start looking at it like emotionally or figuring out my awareness of what I actually like yeah. and looking at training for that differently. Yeah. Um, it's tough. So, but financially or the other. You know, giving people some options of realizing like what they can do to get out of that day to day stuck. Yeah. You know, yeah, I like what you said with the being like, because you can be motivated. You can teach somebody to, to um, have a mindset where their goals can be achieved at a faster rate with less stress. But I feel like when I started the show, there was just that mentality of just go. Nobody knows it. Don't listen to anybody. Don't trust anybody. You're going to be doing this by yourself. You know, harden up was my whole thing. Yeah. And I think that is that good for business and athleticism? Yeah. But to be a person uh, in society that is uh, enjoyable and, and uh, fun to be around with that mindset. It gets old. It does. Yeah. You need to, you need to start thinking about other people. And I feel like I was on a, Trajectory. Well, I won't even bother saying that word. <laughs> I was on. A, I was on a mission, and I was just going to block out everything. And then I realized that I was hurting people to get what I wanted, and it was selfish. And you have to be selfish to get what you want in life, but you don't have to. It is humanly possible to be selfish to achieve your goals, but not step on people's heads right. on the way up. You don't have to do it that way. And I feel like that was the biggest lesson that I've learned in my life. Because I felt like there was, there was this whole other world that I wasn't paying attention to that was the most important part of my life, like having friendships and 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 you know my 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 wife still living with me and putting up with me. All these things needed to be assessed, and I think at one point I was just just go, 
that's all you need to think about. I still have problems with that. Like when a lot of things are happening at the same time, it's hard for me to be emotionally there for anybody because I'm in my own head thinking about what I have to do tomorrow to get what I need. I think I think sometimes that's still useful, right? Like to be able to to turn it off and disconnect a little bit so that I can make good decisions to drive the boat right now. Yeah. Because that someone has to take over a leadership role. Yep. And so being able to do that and not being emotionally pinned by stuff is great too. And we end up processing it on the back end. A lot of times people don't process anything ever. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Right? Like you still you get, have you to get have in the habit time. of ducking it. To the oh. point where you don't even know you're ducking it. Right. I did that. To the point where the first thing I realized I had to face, after I faced it, I think I went into shock for about two years because I realized that's just the you're scratching the surface of how many things you've put your foot in that you you needed to deal with differently. I'm still doing it. I had a conversation with Christian Hand from Death, Death, Die because we're going to play again and we had a whole big relapse of sorts about the beef that was back in the day and the she said he said and I was like dude it doesn't matter it's like your t- it's like your clothing line I it, that you know my heart s- still jumps it will never not I have better days sometimes it's bad and I think man am I about to go to the ER like you know and I'm like no you're just panicking relax so I don't know how much longer I'm going to live and it's just a bigger picture to me where I'm like, you don't like this thing that I did 10 years ago? I don't like the thing that you did to me 10 years ago. But we're going to die, dude. Also, I'm not that and into what about me all the 10 times? years ago. What's like, that? I, I'm also not that into me 10 years ago. So right. if there's a way I can apologize for him being a moron, let me know. That's what I was doing. But if you want to, <laughs> yeah, and if you want to still be mad about that, like, yeah. I don't know what... I, I can't I think, change how you feel. I think that the way the discussion went, 10 years ago, I would have been standing up shouting, but this time I was like, "We, this is not helping anybody. Is there any way that I can rectify this situation? Because I'm not mad at you, man. Like, I, I, I only want to, like, sort this out, and I think, I don't even think, for sure, 10 years ago, when it got to where it got at one point, I would have got up and said, you know what? Don't ever speak to me again. Sure. Blah, blah, blah. Forget like, you. Yeah. yeah. Forget you. Forget yeah, your mother. Yeah, but I didn't. Yeah. I Make like, like a banana. <laughs> right, and I feel like I didn't, and we did resolve it, and we are going to play, and it's going to be a magical thing that could have never happened mm-hmm. if I couldn't just swallow some... Weird ego, right? Yes, ego, exactly. We'll but be on stage playing Forget Your Face. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> God damn it, Liquid Death in the nose. Oh man, the, the PG-13 album's gonna be great. Dude, my son's coming to the, to the Rainbow Show. You've made it a- I No, I ran it past the wife in the terms of, I waited until he went to bed and I was like, you know, I think we're gonna, my son is obsessed with Ozzy, he's obsessed with guitar, he loves the Rainbow, it's like his favorite yeah. place to go. And I'm like, I think we're gonna do a warm-up show and she's like, why are you, I don't care about your life, why are you telling me this? <laughs> Uh, just speaking at you. Just, just let me get it out of my head. 100% support. You know how this goes. I talk, you pretend to listen, you keep typing. Come on, we've done this a million times. 
And I said, well, I think it's going to be at the rainbow. And she goes, oh. And I thought that, oh, was, oh, it's too bad. Gray can't go. And instead, to her credit, she's like, oh, you have to let him go. He loves that place. He loves guitar. I'm like, dude, forget your face. A A is for something that starts with A. There's lots of reasons for him not to go. She's like, he's not going to be listening to lyrics at that age. He'll be overwhelmed with the environment. And she said, and and I I kind of feel the same way. It's it's all a joke. There's nothing actually mean-spirited or bad about it. They literally are just words. But this is kind of putting our money where our mouth is. Mm -hmm. If we play the rainbow, my son will be standing on top of some gerbils in a trench coat. Well, look, I, I still uh, think whether, fake mustache. Uh, like whether you curse or not, right? Like I think you still have to figure out when's the time to use that to create a little bit of a more frictionless life. And, right. And to long look what you were saying, right? Like younger you, and I think there's a lot of dudes and, and people in general that just come from so much conflict all the time yeah. and think that's normal. Yeah. Right? And that like that's how this so I grew goes. up with it. Right. And so you don't realize that like Oh wait! You guys don't yell at each other in your house on a regular basis. Yeah. Yep. And then you know, yeah, I, I came from a rad house with great parents, and uh, but I mean, dad was strict, shit like that, right? Yeah. And so seeing other people's families and being like, oh, that's different, yeah. or now hearing stories from people that I, I coach or work with and being like, yeah, man, that's not how other people's homes were, mm-hmm. and you know what you know. Like, that's what you're exposed to. It creates some bit of normalcy. I think what, like, puts in the base code of whatever your machine is. And Mm. at some point, you can kind of step away and be like, oh, I didn't pick that. No, I can rewrite that. And as people often say nowadays, the you know the survival strategies or the success strategies that served you when you were in your parents' living room may actively be working against Mm -hmm. you now. There's a pretty good chance that they, the more extreme your strategy, there's a very good chance it's the thing that's shooting you in the foot now. Yeah. And I think, you know, hearing people like, I mean, man, I don't have conflict with my chick. Like we communicate. Yeah. You know, I've also figured out how to get better at it because she has to deal with a lunatic. Yeah. Um, good for you. Trying, yep. you know. Uh, that's all we can do. That's it. Try to be more aware of it. Try to figure it out. Try to figure out why I do the things I do and notice them and be like, oh, man. Why do you react to that, to that thing? Mm. And then why? You know, dig in. And yeah. is it something I want to keep or not keep? Do you find it difficult when you see something you need to cut out? Cut out? Um, I only look at it at this point, right? Like, um, if I want it to change, it's just a matter of the consistent action. Yep. That's the only thing I even lean on is I, I know that I won't be perfect. I'm trying to fix a thing. Yep. But if I can stick to it more days than not, in six months, I'm more that than I am now. Yep. You might be the most enlightened kilt wearer I've ever met. <laughs> I'll take it. You think kilt wearers are not enlightened? I do. Fair enough. I would say some of the guys in Scotland, uh, one of the more legendary guys, uh, Hamish Davidson. Hamish. Less enlightened. Man, that guy is a maniac. I heard him on our, like, announcing one of the games we did in Aberfoyle. And... <laughs> He's like, ah, you kin, I was arrested in the woods behind Glen Moore for sexual indecency. <laughs> Nothing minor, you kin. And I'm like, there you're on the microphone. Yeah, that's a weird thing to say on the weird microphone. Weird thing to say. That means he probably told several people off the microphone. He was a bit notorious for uh, Exposing being himself. urinated upon. On a regular basis. Oh, he liked to be peed on. Seemed to be. All right. Katie had a boyfriend that was into that. Yep. I always found it super entertaining. 
When he says nothing <clears throat> minor, did he mean children weren't involved or he committed a major sex offense? Yeah, I think I was, major I, sex I offense. Didn't think we need to go there, but okay, Margo. Yeah, I think major sex offense, if I really had to guess. He was he was a guy that for I don't know why like the games tolerate, but he's just such this character. So like we know go into uh-huh. his game that he's gonna try to skip out on paying us. Like we know it. Uh. But everyone still goes to deal with Hamish. So we show up and we throw like it's 40 degrees, it's rainy and awful. It's like five or six days before the world championship. Like no one wants to be here. Yeah. And there's less than like Don't do it, 100 bucks. I just, you got, I know you got some jokes. Don't do it. Uh, and so like at the end of it, we end up tracking him down. And he's hiding in his trailer and then just hands us like a single stack of cash and tells us to figure it out. Like he hasn't tracked anyone's score all day, hasn't done anything. So, so who we, wins? We just looked at each other and was like, everyone feel pretty good that this is how it went, and then we split money up and went on our way. But we've had t- stories in the past where like they can't find him and they'll see his car just peeling out of the parking lot. And you don't get your money? <laughs> no, people will call him up and be like, hey, Mr. you owe me 200 pounds. And he's like, hey, I did you a favor, lad. Currency will hold no value in the future anyway. Wow. <laughs> that is a great argument. Yeah, and then Pete Davidson punched him in the face. Not Pete, Pete, Pete Davidson. Oh. Different. Not butthole eyes. Oh, that would have been cool. Butthole eyes. Pete Davidson's got butthole eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never, never put those two look together. look at whatever his nutrition is. You should probably get some things sorted out. Yeah. Uh, I heard he's packing. Yeah, That's for weird him. thing to, he's packing, so that means the ladies love him. I don't know. It's not like he got to choose any of that. Yeah, I don't know. Like He's not hideous. No. And I'm sure he has like a... A thing when you're in the presence an of aura? him, yeah, like he's definitely, you know, he's got a thing. You know, some guys have a thing, and girls are most girls are attracted to it. I think he just has something like that. Sure, he looks the like Madden he is, brothers have he, that. He looks like uh. he is an aura. He's like more specter than than <laughs> man. He looks like the three men and a baby boy. <laughs> he uh. looks like he's been dead for like six months. That's what Katie, I'm getting. You're at. a woman. Do you find him attractive? <laughs> I don't. Uh. I really don't. She's into Arnold. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. So she's into... Slightly different. Right. A different vibe. But you're not into Rambo, though, right? His face is a little melty. Right. Yeah. yeah that's true. Van Damme? Um, I thought he was hot when I was younger, for sure. The splits and everything was horny, but yeah. like he's a little fruitier than my vibe. He's a bit of a creep. That's incredible, Wait, you're by saying the way. That Van Damme's gayer than me? No, I said fruity, not it, homosexual, just uh, fruitier. Fruity just means? Belgian. Yeah. yeah, to me. European. Yeah. Oh, okay. A little bit, a lot of, lot yeah, of Van dances, Damme dancing. That is a weird dance. Yeah. A lot of high Z Cavaricci what era you're dancing in, that is a weird dance. But at the same time, it's iconic. Yeah, and props for having it's a true. burner on the dance floor on live television. Nope. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> That Do you think t- maybe it just got laid a weird way and like he couldn't address nah. it? Nah. There's <laughs> no, no way. He was, yeah, I reckon just he was. full rage. Yeah, because he's yeah. probably thinking about boner in the dressing room. Good word. He probably did. He probably did. In yeah. his defense, let's just probably say. Probably smashing some tick pills, getting ready for the night. Right. Just That's ready right. to go all the time. Like he, he allegedly hit on my future wife and her mother at the Saddle Ranch. Like at the same time? <laughs> yeah. Did like work his way down the line? It was the day that my wife moved to L.A. She was 18 and had just driven in with her mom from Milwaukee. And wow. I don't know if he hit on one and then hit on the other or if he propositioned both at the same time. But Things wow. are good, going good for you when you think you can do that. Yeah. Yeah. 
just hit on a mom-daughter combo. I've had that. You've hit on a mom-daughter nah, combo or had a mom-daughter come after they you? They hit on me. That's a weird three-way, man. Yeah. yeah, I was young. One time I was in a Cadillac, and I used to live in Mission Beach, and people used to call me FF. Were you living in the Cadillac? Nah, no. I met a girl on the boardwalk, and then we went for a drive, and I was in the back with with her, and her mum was driving, and my other friend was in the front seat. And we were drinking a lot, and she straddled me in the back of the car. Wow. While her mum was driving. Legend. Yeah, it was... That's a weird house. It's weird because now I'm... I don't uh, feel good about it. No, you can't, right? But when I used to tell that story, I used to think I was cool. Yeah, I remember... <laughs> I, I, like, same. I, like, I think about losing virginity. And uh, being, what, like early high school, 15 or 16 years old, and yeah. not thinking that was weird. And now at 40, like I'm like, Ugh, what are you doing? Yeah. Gross. Yeah, I was 11. Whoa. Yeah. So My girlfriend had a hairy bush. Yeah. Nice. And I remember going, whoa, because I didn't have anything. I'd gotten into porn I was way a late too bloomer. early. Did you guys see Cher's boyfriend? Yeah. Right? Yeah, he, she got a, like a famous rapper guy. Oh. He's like 25 or something. It's Amber Rose's baby daddy. Oh, uh, yeah. Is that not 21 Savage? There might be more oh, than one of those. good for you, Matt. You know them. <laughs> that was... That was impressive. You just, is that a guy? That's I'm a guy. pretty sure he did date Amber Rose. I've always wanted to do Cher, so I'm impressed by this guy. By this guy, Cher Ale- would be a legendary takedown. Right. Alexander takedown. Edwards. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like. Yeah, nah, fair yeah. enough. Legendary yeah. ground game. I got yeah. what you're kicking down. Yeah, I mean, my chick yeah. talk about that. Like, there's a couple that, like, if we were out somewhere, right, and like Brad Pitt hit on her, yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Yeah, Katie can do that. Fuck. Go for it, man. I'm all, I support you all the way. Could I do that, Katie? Brad Pitt? Sure. Yeah. So it's Brad Pitt's fair great. He's, he's been great looking mm-hmm. for... He's 60 and he looks so good. Is he 60? Yeah. He looks amazing. He's just decided to look like the most handsome guy in Hollywood for four it's decades. because he is the most handsome guy. Well, right, but now he basically looks like Robert Redford a little. No, he doesn't. See, uh, Robert Redford, when he got old and wrinkly, I was always weird that... Because I'm not his generation... Of him being hot, I was more a generation of first time I saw him was Jeremiah Johnson, so he was already mm. pretty wrinkly. That's not the first time. Oh, Jeremiah Johnson. Yeah, yeah I'm thinking of the boat. <laughs> yeah, the boat was way later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I remember people saying that he was a sex symbol, and I was like, How? really? It like did he like really hate sunblock? Because he's still in shape, but his face was very old. I remember when he was the. Remember when he was he was a drill? No, he was like a chief. He was like a military guy, and he got put in prison for doing something that was honorable, but they charged him anyway. And then he was like the leader of all the people in the prison, and he had to carry all these rocks. And then the guy made him carry all the rocks back after he did it, and he took his shirt off, and he was pretty jacked. But he had long hairs on his neck and stuff, like an old person. Is this Cool Hand Luke, but Paul Newman? <laughs> nah, I was like, for <laughs> Shawshank Redemption, <laughs> but he's in the army? Wait. <laughs> It's a legendary movie. I believe you. And, and he, <laughs> a few good rocks. <laughs> it's something about... The rock. <laughs> it's like rocks or something. I don't know. <laughs> Land <just> Alcatraz. <laughs> he's a, the, the creating of Alcatraz. He's a military guy, and he goes to prison in a military prison, and the, the, the 
prison <laughs> guy that owns the prison and him, they butt heads. Sure. It court, happens. Court yeah. Marshal Bill. Story as old as time. I feel terrible. <laughs> I know it's real, you guys. It's a real movie. Is it The Last Castle? Yes. What yes. year is that? That's it's later, like 90s. isn't it? Yeah. Oh, he's way out of his prime. Yeah, but he was still jacked with an old <gasps> head. Did Did Steve McQueen die? He did. did. Yeah. Did he? And he then so did, and then so did the other one. But oh no, that's Alexander McQueen. Oh, right, yeah. different mm. <laughs> cousins. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, Steve McQueen is no longer with us. But he did he die young? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Right. I was wondering why he was a race car. You don't hear about him much don't anymore. Don't hear about <laughs> <your whole laughs> <ball. laughs> Not many too. He died in a race car. Big time race oh, guy. Good work. Yeah. Like he that was, guy rules. Had his own team and stuff. Yeah, he was a champion. Yeah, that guy seemed to be having a pretty good rip at life. You think he's cool because he died? Like no. you think he was going to do something uncool and he wouldn't be known as so cool now? Like James Dean? You always have to ask that question. Like, like James Dean be like 80 wearing Crocs. Right. So well, it just cool. depends. Like look at their contemporaries and see what, like, do you Jack think? Jack Nicholson? Right. Like Jimi Hendrix is. Is dead, um, but like, do you think the Rolling Stones embarrassed themselves? Do you think Led Zeppelin embarrassed themselves? Do you think the Beatles did? Well, then there's no reason to there, think. There's a handful that have been able to pull it off forever. You know who was going to be a clown, and it's with all due respect, good that he's dead. Is uh, Jim Morrison? Yeah, he was halfway to clown town too, when he died. Yeah, he was going to be too far out there, man. It's going to be like 400 pounds. Oh, no, you don't think huge. he'd have reeled it in? He was going to be no. like David Crosby with way worse poetry yeah. and way more. He was going to walk around with like a whole cheeseburger stuck in his beard. <laughs> oh, just <laughs> yeah. all the time, <laughs> passing out. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he's no! Terrible. Yeah, he picked the right time to take a bath in Paris. Meatloaf died, right? Meatloaf did recently. Yeah. My mother texted me about Meatloaf this morning. He didn't take great. great care of himself. What? He didn't take great care of himself. Well, I think he cleaned it up in the later years, but... Well, but too late. Yeah. You only, I mean, you got to make some He was pretty huge early, for man. a long time. And he partied while he was huge. He may have bought himself five or six or ten years, don't yeah. get me wrong, but, like, I ain't the same. Yeah. But... But he was great, and he incredible. never was uncool. What an, no, totally. What incredible music, like that weird rock opera... Yeah. High concept. I think it's that still the number work. one selling album in the history of Australia. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, they love Bad Out of Hell. Man, that says such an interesting thing about them. <laughs> right? We yeah. really love that. Album. Motorcycle, man's man, but yeah. with the, the heart of gold underneath it all. Yeah. It makes oh, sense. Yeah. Speaking of hearts, some guy lived without a heart for a number of years. Isn't that amazing? What? What yeah. the hell? They made some contraption. Oh, he had a fake one in there. No, but it's not like a. It's, it's like sits on a table next to him. It's this whole other thing that the the X ray is actually really weird because he's got. It looks like he has like oh, a couple of hand grenades no. inside of him. Whoa. So this dude, he was sick with something unrelated, and his heart was going to go out because the disease was a- attacking his heart. And there was this team of scientists who developed this thing, and they'd use it on like fifty or sixty animals. So they were kind of ready for somebody who had nothing to lose, and this guy had nothing to lose, and he ended up dying um, because of the disease several years later. But he was the first person in recorded history. He's basically a zombie. He had no heart. He didn't have a pulse. Whoa. The way that it, the way oh, that Dick it, Cheney didn't have a pulse, it, right? Oh, really? Because I think <laughs> because of like a pacemaker. <laughs> About a lot Maybe of those guys joking. don't have a pulse. <laughs> Yeesh. Uh, yeah, the blood circulated, but it wasn't the pulse thing. Okay, so he literally was yeah. an, an alive dude. Yeah. It wasn't doing a lot, though, right? 
Now, he didn't look like he was going to be uh, taking you down to the He paint. wasn't highly active. Man, he could have got a haircut. That's crazy. <laughs> and then, it looks like he had an artificial head. Yeah. Well, that whole thing I don't trust AI. that guy. The whole <laughs> no. thing there is AI. Don't trust that robot at all. Yeah. Fake heart. I know a guy in the like, fitness space, uh, like C.T. Fletcher. He's a guy mm. in his 50s. A uh, mm. dude from Compton. Rad dude. Um, he's got a fake heart. Had a whole heart transplant. Yeah, you know, that's wild to me. Does he lift weights still? Yeah. Wait, fake heart? Somebody else's Not heart? Not like... Robot heart, right? Crazy. No, no. Like, has he... So he ended up getting a heart transplant and got, like, this Asian woman's heart, I think, as he found out. Yeah. And he said, like, he's had really strange dreams and oh, other type on. of stuff. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Look, I'm like... I don't know enough to tell him he's a liar. Dreams or, about- or, 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 like, more feminine feeling or any of this type of intuition or... Uh. Something. Yeah, something in the in the kook space, but it works so good that he can lift weights. Is he jacked still? Uh, I think he's residually jacked. How's his okay. clit? His clit hangs several inches. I guess that's a fair question. <laughs> I've got a baby girl's stem cells injected into me. Baby girl stem cells. Yeah, because they give you the when you get the stem cells in Columbia mm, bioaccelerator. Bio. Ah, um, they show you the family and the 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 family's grandparents, like the bloodline, to see if there's no disease, and and then they're like, you know, your umbilical cord came from a little baby girl. Whoa, yeah. right on. She right. wasn't using it. No, 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 no. She left it. Yo, how was the stem cells to the face? That's one of the gnarliest things I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah, it's brutal. That was. You looked so not ready. When I don't know how you get ready took, for that. No, sure. Like, I don't understand. Like, I remember thinking, get into the mindset. I'm like, mindset of what? I don't even understand what's happening. <laughs> Yo, and she just... She's going for the, it. Not, she attacked you in a way that, like, well, I wanted to get away say, from my phone. Do you want to take a break? Because some people take breaks, I heard. That's what she said. But I was like, just keep... Just I, wanna, I don't want to wait 20 minutes and then <sighs> face it again, like, seven more times. Just do it. How has it been? Like, that's not one of those things I've, 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 I've gone know. to do yet. Like, um, any of the injectable stem cell stuff. I got some during surgeries before, but I haven't ever gone to do, like, what they do at BioAccelerator. I, I swear by it. Really? Hell yeah. I could skate. I could do everything. And, and you no felt it change after? Hell yeah. With no change of diet, no change no. of... 100%. From where were you scale of zero to ten before? Uh, I mean, if I hit my knee hard, it would probably come off. Mm. And now, not so much. I don't, I'm not sore the next day after I hit it. Oh, I can feel it more stable in my knee because it used to wobble in the gap, like my shin would wobble inside my knee, especially the front one. God, that's a weird thing that I understand. So it was like <laughs> it would like make my balance hard, you know, because my yeah. leg would be like off kind of all the time. So now I, it's attached. Oh. Like sitting in the right spot, it doesn't wobble. Huh. So like kicking, there was a time there where if I kicked a heavy bag hard, it would tear whatever was torn in my knee and oh. it would re-injure it and yep. like swell up and be out of commission for a while. But now there's, you know, I'm a bit, like I warm up a bit if I'm going to kick and stuff, but it's kind of normal. Whoa. Yeah. Like I kind of don't have knee problems. Yeah, the more issue I have now is my hip. I think at some point I got to get the hip sorted out. Well, hip replacement is really they're good. They're good at it. Yeah. Yeah, they're really Everybody's good. Everybody's talking about how they're like within a month they're running and kicking. And I mean, John Wayne Parr was kicking like 
a couple of weeks after a full hip replacement. I'm, I'm fully just scared of it. Ben Askren had a fight after it. Right. Too many, like, ACL is supposed to be a pretty easy run. But you've had a knee replacement. Now, yeah. That's the heart. That's way worse yeah, than a but, hip replacement. I already know because I've. I'm more concerned that it doesn't go well. Because, because your knee didn't go well. Yeah. Okay. And right. like, I've got to be prepared to go into that, that if makes we're sense. making that decision. It, Tony was worried about his second leg surgery because he did all the things that he was supposed to do. And there was a surgeon that was like, we're going to get it all going. And it didn't. He was even again, he was like, I don't want to go in a hyperbaric chamber anymore. And I'm like, why not? He's like, because I did that every day and my leg wasn't attached. And I'm like, I see your angle, but I don't think that the hyperbaric chamber made your leg detach. I think no. it was just one of those things it where. happens, man. <laughs> I mean, the real answer is the doctor said you can put any weight on it. If, if you can take the pain, you can put the weight on it and didn't realize who he was telling that to. <sighs> he went skateboarding like a week later and he says he knows the bit where he thinks he made it come off too. So he ended up. So he had the second surgery. Yeah. How's that now? Good. Sweet. Good news, everything's... MRI, it's all on. He said that... uh, He told me yesterday that just skating... He skated on the ground in the backyard the other day and said that the whole seven months that he was trying to rehab that leg, he couldn't put... His weight was always on the back foot and he's already... He said he's already evenly putting weight and it is no pain and it's oh, sturdy. It. He's like, he feels like he's going to be back and doing some real stuff again. And I, I, I mean, you can't, when you love it that much, uh, you're going to be good at it again. Yeah. You know, Kevin Starb, 56 or something, and he just did a frontside invert. <laughs> and he broke his femur four months ago, clean across the hip, right up the top. And he's all right. So it's just the will. you know. And Kevin is not a gym CrossFit. He didn't do yoga. He probably didn't. He rehabbed the most minimum frontside invert. I'm a real baby with mine. I couldn't even get back to my sport. Uh, I mean, you can't casually do the Highland Games, correct? No. Right. See, I go skateboarding. I don't go compete. I go casually skateboarding. So... It's different. Yeah, I'm enjoying more casual athletics. Yeah. And then uh, I started sparring and boxing. Yeah. As, as casual athletics as I follow that sentence up. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, it's not that smart, but it makes sense. It's fun. I got, a good, I got fun. a good group of Just friends your head uh, not... in St. Louis that have been rad to train with. They've yeah. got a couple guys that Did fight. you have any concussions from childhood at Highland Games or anything? I can't imagine I did. Right, Maybe so, from playing football. So I think it's okay. I feel like, you know, just I feel like it's a certain amount a person can take. But if you're going to do it for ten years, then and you're and you're doing it for fun, I would hold off on sparring. Right or now, I'd only I'm, spar with people that are really good. That, because, that's what it's been so far. They're so much better get, than me. Yeah. Okay. And I I do a pretty good job of I don't have an ego with it. Yeah. I want to learn, yeah. and so it's way more timing sparring. Hands are it's a different bit story open. entirely. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were talking about you and your friends no, every no, Saturday no, no, no. crack each other in the head, and that's like, dude, no, don't do that. Not interested. Yeah, I was recently convinced to retire. Oh. No Tony Hawk and Andrew Huberman got into me. Andrew's an interesting guy, man. Yeah, but he's also an interesting guy that's done a lot of research more than anybody I'll ever meet in my life on your brain. Yeah. And he was like, I've seen what you've done. I've seen the damage you've taken. I don't think it's a good idea for you to do it again. Like, one Sounds of those like shots, a coward. 
<laughs> I feel good about it. It's one of those things where it'd be like, oh man, I could have done so much more. No, I couldn't have. That was about as much as I could do. Yeah, there's a lot of other things to try. Yeah, and like I'd like ton. to remember them too. You know, there's, yeah. Like I think it's cute that when I watch movies, I've I haven't that I've seen that I'm rewatching it and I don't remember it. That's cute. It's almost a bonus. But there's a certain amount of brain damage where I'll probably get sad. You know, it has it has it has happened where a group of people are like, you don't remember me, and then someone else is like, you don't remember me, and it was in a short amount of time. And I called Katie. I was like, kind of worried. Some of those you just got to say, you know, you got to let go of the small memories to make room for the big ones. That's what I did. Because yeah. these people were like, I, well, I didn't have time to remember you. you there was nothing that happened. Yeah, you meet tons of people. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you have brain damage. Sometimes people are just really, really boring. <laughs> there is a lot of truth to that. Right? Yeah, I can't think of anything I would find more offensive to like, I don't want to be boring. Yeah. Well, you're Living not. a boring life sounds rough. Yeah, well, you're doing a lot. And people that want to watch you and get inspired so that they can make their lives more interesting, where do they go? They go to notdeadyet.com. We got links to everything there. Not, uh, NDY Life is the mentorship group. And on YouTube, it's Matt Vincent. And Wolf Knife's merch will come out when? Hopefully in <laughs> February, March. There you go. February, March. Yep. Leave me alone, all right? There <laughs> it is. It's going to be very exciting. Thanks for being on the show, dude. I appreciate it. Cheers, man. It's good to have you on, everybody. Check us out. Like and describe. Patreon shows. We're doing those all the time. Patreon.com slash J, oh, sorry, slash Alice Mate. You go there, you give us five bucks, and we entertain the crap out of you. All right. Love you guys. Take care of yourselves. Don't die.